Hello, you amazing people. You're listening to the Marketing and Coffee Podcast, the show that brings you the latest in marketing, especially in the UAE market, with your host, Lijo Itoop. Welcome to the last episode of Podcast with Lijo in the year 2020. What a year! I'm sure that all of you would have gone through a lot of challenges, new learnings. One of the biggest learnings for me has been through all the interviews that I have done through my podcast. And I'm sure all the you listeners would have had some value that you've given and taken from this podcast. Coming to what I want to cover in this podcast, though it's very difficult, there were 32 episodes. Most of them were interviews. It's very difficult to summarize what were the key takeaways, 20 key takeaways that I would like to leave you with. Not in the order of uh, importance, but let me just try to address different parts of digital marketing that I covered through my podcast. Number one, quality of followers takes precedence over quantity. In my recent post on my agency page, Prodigy Connect, I did post about how you should not ask your friends and families to follow your page. That found huge resonance. And one of the podcast episodes with Devasis Audi from Nokia and reinforced this, why the quality of your followers matters more than the quantity. And this is something that a lot of the business owners do not get. More followers does not mean more business, but yes, more quality followers could mean better business, better engagement, because you do not want people to follow you because you did some competition, you did some quizzes. Those are people who are hunting for quizzes, who are looking at competitions. That really is not something that you want in the long run. So quality over quantity. Second one, assortment of products, pricing, experience and marketing engine is what drives e-commerce. Once a customer wants a certain product, you bring to the customer certain on your website, looking at a certain product, you have to have a range of products that satisfies his needs. If your product range is not enough to satisfy his or her need, then there will be an immediate bounce. And once that service is taken care of in terms of product, then it comes like, what is the pricing of the product? Are you competitive? And unfortunately, very few categories of e-commerce are left where there is no competition. So there is a pricing factor and there is a trade-off that the consumer does in his mind, depending on the brand from where he's shopping from e-commerce. And then it's about the matter of experience. Does it have videos, images? Does it tell a story of the product or having the specs or all those critical ratings and reviews? Consumers are eventually looking for validation of the product that they're buying. And if your website does not give that validation in terms of the product and having that experience on the website, it's a tough sell. And then finally, the marketing engine. Irrespective of how good the product is, if your marketing engine does not work, it really does not give you revenues. Now, when I say marketing engine, it's not just paid. There's organic part also. I'll come to that later. Number three, you cannot say offline, online consumer. Now there is no online consumer. Earlier there used to be this consumer buys online. So there is no more online consumers, all omni-channel. The same customer who chooses to buy irrespective of the channels. She prefers on that day at that time. So product pricing, communication, availability events has to be across all platforms in the calendar, you know, seasons, events. 
So there is no online customer anymore. There is no offline customer anymore. It's the omni-channel customer. And that customer can be at any point of time, online or offline, at your store or off the store. Number four, retention. I had recently, maybe a couple of months back, I had written about a post about how I went to a gym and this showed real low interest of trying to retain. They say the cost of getting back a customer once he goes out from an e-commerce website is probably five times more than he would spend acquiring that customer. And how do you make sure that you retain the customer and, you make, and make sure you make him come back buy again and again? That's how you increase the lifetime value because you have spent certain amount of money acquiring the customer. And if you are not spending time and effort to make sure that there is a lifetime value or even for that matter, first time value, how do you make sure there's a recommendation engine that may increases the purchase value? They say that 75% of the users watch movies based on the Netflix recommendation and 35% of the value of Amazon sales comes from recommendation engine. Now, a lot of people say that, okay, these are big brands. How, do, how does it make a difference to me as a small e-commerce company? It makes a huge difference. And there are tools available. There are platforms available. There are recommendation engines, which is useful for smaller brands. So it's important to increase the lifetime value, retention, and the first time value. Number five, influencer. And number six is always influencer. But the first point amongst influencers is that consumers want authenticity. You want people to talk about it. One, you have to have an influence. But the ability to say that what they're saying, therefore people listen and we still be authentic to the brand is very important. If the moment there's a disconnect, no matter how many million followers you have, 100,000 followers you have, that influencer program does not work. Number six. So how does the influencer program work for that matter? I understand uh, the authenticity, but once I assume that it's authentic, Influencer marketing is half science and half art. It's a lot of judgment calls and creative creativity involved. So you can take a influencer and make sure you build a story around your brand. It is important that you have a good brand fit between the influencer and your brand. Number seven, recency, frequency and monetary value of customers. There it, it just is how this is the most one of the most important part of e-commerce. How recently have they brought? What is the kind of frequency that they're buying? And what is the monetary value that they're generating? You keep these three things in mind and that would drive, make sure that if somebody has not bought in the last two months, you have to find the reason why they have not bought and generate automation that will make sure that you remind that customer at given periods of time to come back and buy and the number of times that they buy in a month. So I, I split the audiences into three. So are they active customer or the passive customer, they're dormant. The lesser the dominant customers you have, the better in terms of revenue. And what is the revenue they're bringing? What is the average order value? Are they buying small ticketing size? How do I increase the order value? So make sure that your recency, frequency and monetary value of the customers is taken care of. Number eight, brand needs to be where the customers are. I keep getting this question as a digital marketer or a marketer. Should I do TikTok? Should I do Twitter? Should I be doing SEO? There's so much you are, uh, clients come and ask me. The first question that you need to ask yourself is, where is the customers? If your customer is on TikTok, so be it. So you need to make sure that you create content for TikTok. Providing an interface to what the customers need to interact with the brand. You can't just fire and expect that it will hit. Everything is not a silver. Of course, there's a certain bit of testing that is involved. You can do a lot of A-B testing, but have a fair assessment and make sure that you are there. A lot of my restaurant friends want to build, drive traffic to their website, but the customers is on third party websites 
or third party apps like zomato or talabar like delivery you cannot change that consumer behavior because that gives convenience and i think there has been a learning curve in that industry and so, so with so many other brands the marketplace is like noon now like amazon amazon is one of the biggest search engines where customer just goes there to search for a certain product and does and just completely bypasses the google search engine number 9 this may run in contradiction to what i said in number 8 but infinitely more customers it's important for bigger brands for the customers from a branding perspective from a marketing perspective less from a sales perspective who are loyal customers to the brand that you give them access to a channel that they can interact that gives them brand as opposed to other third party marketplaces and this came through in my interview with uh, uh, shrikant for pizza hut and the fact that they have an e-commerce where the loyal customers can keep coming back and buying from there so the you control the brand experience and that's the reason one of the biggest reasons why shopify continues to grow because a lot of the smaller brands also want to control that shopping experience number 10 so ai is essentially a tool which will make help you make better efficient and faster decisions now as my interview with himanshu said the example that he gave was a hammer can be used to kill someone right so it's like a hammer so in the prehistoric times i don't want a hammer because it can be killed used to kill someone of course ai can miss you and there needs to be an intelligent regulation systems to check that but it is a very essential tool and to make you make this certain decision i think ai is the biggest innovation since maybe even the wheels because the consumer or the marketer does not have to think a lot of stuff a lot of the stuff can be automated whereas he uses his head and his brains for something more valuable number 11 keep it short customers and consumers do not have much of bandwidth or with the overload of information in media so keep it short no matter where you're posting consumers do not have if you're submitting a report to your uh, as a marketer you're submitting a report to the your client make sure it's just one page if you're creating a, a social media post make sure that you don't create a content that just takes more than 3 to 4 seconds for a consumer to absorb i think that 3 to 4 seconds you do not make him work hard to think about it number 12 so we have interactions with customers have become extremely personal and going back to my previous point of how ai provides that role it needs to be hyper personal but at the same time the machine learning has to be such that the learning is happening at a global level so that you keep improving the experience to the customer has to be personal but the machine has to learn so that they can give a more holistic picture of how all this personalization adds up to the story number 13 experiential ecosystem is not supposed to be a function of the ux ui team it has to become the culture of the organization every element needs to be experienced driven through your ux through your web journey through your checkouts if done successfully as an omni channel i think the experience on the web can be equal or better than the physical retail through your last mile checkouts through your last mile production everything so make sure if you are looking at giving a consumer experience every step of the way right from the ordering to the delivery there is an experience involved it is not just the responsibility of the marketing team or the ux ui team number 14 the cycle of acquisition retention and growth you acquire you retain you grow at any point of time you feel that this this does not work or you are acquiring and your retention it goes back to my point of creating lifetime value but the differentiation is that the growth marketing has to do go through every step of the funnel think growth marketing stop thinking digital marketing number 15 
everybody is trying to hunt the same shopper through different routes and more importantly with competitions building around the resources the indirect cost of acquiring the shopper which goes into discounting or which goes into the entry level has gone up magn- by a lot number 16 i belong to a networking organization called bni and there is this three step process that we say visibility credibility and profitability as i was talking to wit who is another bni member he said it is exactly the same with the video so the more videos you create the more value you create for your audience more credible you are and the more credible you are the more sales you get but the first step is visibility so you have to create more and more so the videos so that people start trusting you i am using the audio format and i also use video as in time be where i need to add value to the customer but video is one big part of it and visib- increasing visibility through video and audio today should become a big part of your marketing strategy number 17 think about what i can do that my customer wants to hear or uh, so how can i create a video that will be solution centric customer centric rather than me saying i've been there many years i've been in this business i know nobody cares about that nobody cares who you are everybody cares what you can do for them and that essentially should be all your content strategy because consumers never have time i i have done strategies for the i done how good i am but does that matter to the consumer no it does not matter to the consumer it's what problem you're solving number 18 and this i believe is the most important one for startup marketing and this is something that i've heard every startup marketer talk about or forget that startup marketer the founder of the startup marketer who's struggling with funding who's trying to get his first 1000 or 2000 customers the best marketing is organic marketing and the best organic marketing is getting your product right you will have lots of customers coming to your product who's testing your product who's seeing your product you have an acquisition cost they will come to your website or you're talking about tech they will come to your website through some paid acquisition and then what happens your product is not good it is easy to get customers from digital platforms like facebook and google and other channels but they are expensive the best and the cheapest way of marketing is word of mouth i took a product i experienced a product i love that product i go go tell, tell, tell 10 people about it and if i do not like that product no matter what you do i am not going to come back go back to the point i made about retention it's or uh, making the customer come back it's very difficult so it is important that in the first phase of your startup your marketing is your product and the best way to market that product is organic number 19 you have to be really good with numbers and you have to have a love of numbers and obsess about numbers to be good in marketing this may sound a little contradictory of course this may not be you cannot have a data driven maybe more of a data informed marketing but if you are not comfortable with numbers it's about you you get a team member who's comfortable with numbers you get a marketing partner who's comfortable with numbers because without numbers today digital marketing does not exist and a digital marketing forms a big chunk of marketing mix today as i keep saying marketing today is a mix of art science and maths gone are the days when it was just a lot of art my last point what is right for the customer is also good for companies today's customer towards consumer especially the millennials and younger generation prefer to interact with companies that are mission driven and whom they trust greta thunberg all of these people are the people of the new generation 
my son or anybody they may be consumers but they only will associate themselves if you stand for a cause and you cannot do something that harms them so do what is right for the customer and what is right for the customer is also right for the company and that is good for the company that's the top 20 points that i thought if you feel there are a lot more please listen to my other podcast please share it with me i'm more than willing to listen to them and give you my feedback it was an amazing year i had so much of learning it was fantastic thank you once again for coming and supporting my podcast i would not have reached here without your support i would not have done 33 episodes without your support here's wishing your family and you and entire loved ones an amazing 2021 i know we are going through some harrowing times as human beings but i think and i feel and i'm sure there is light at the end of the tunnel thank you once again season's greeting and a happy new year Thank you.